1: Again to the Bread and Circuses podcast. I'm Rooster here with Crow. Hello. You're, you're running thin on
0: those, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to phase those out.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can. Can you do it? Hi, puppy. Did you? Aye, puppy! <laughs> did
0: you drop, That's what I was gonna do, but did, then I decided not to. Did
1: you drop your see a by in the last one? My what? You know what you do it, see oh by? Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't. Really, okay. Yeah,
0: it's just very subtle.
1: Okay. Uh, well, we got. We've. We. Sorry. We have. A very action-packed show, and by that I mean, we're gonna fight. No, <laughs> we're just gonna talk about uh, a bunch of topics. Crow has he was rattling them off in pre-show, and I was like, "Damn, yeah." And that was a lot to talk about. like, I was, like, well, we'll I was oddly prepared." Time. I know it was weird. <laughs> you were prepared, and I got uh, I got our names right, so it's hard to do. Uh, it you know, it's funny for me because you and I have known each other for geez, going on. It's twelve, thirteen plus years now. Mm-hmm. It, I have, I still have to catch myself all the time, saying crow.
0: Oh, hmm. yeah. I just, I just superimpose a picture of a rooster over your face every time I see you now. So that's all I think of now,
1: as opposed to a jackass. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's. Uh...
0: Well, first story I'd like to talk about, and this is a, a local minister We're from uh, Minneapolis, or from Minnesota this is local, but this got national coverage.
1: But Uh, we record from a bunker in Boise,
0: right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, Chipotle fires St. Paul restaurant manager for refusing to serve alleged dine-and-dashers. So dine-and-dash, obviously, it's what it sounds like. You get the food and you don't pay. You take off. So... um,
1: You're starting that story kind of in the middle, though, aren't you?
0: uh, I'm starting the story from the article here. Uh, so this is from uh, informationliberation.com from Chris Menahan. So this was from November eighteenth. So Chipotle fired a manager this week after a video went viral of her refusing to serve a group of Somali teens who allegedly refused to pay for their meal just two days before and bragged about doing dine and dash on social media.
1: But it wasn't just it wasn't just that Chipotle store that fired her. Like Chipotle headquarters called up and said. She's got to go.
0: Right. There has been an update that Chipotle is rethinking their decision. Mm-hmm. But here's the original story from the Star Tribune, which is our local paper. Um,
1: this the what do they call it? The Star and Sickle or whatever. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, a manager at a St. Paul Chipotle is fired this week after a video went viral of employees refusing refusing to serve five black men and asking them to prove that they could pay before taking their order. Uh, Masood Ali, twenty one. Said he and friends were told they couldn't be served Thursday night at the eatery on Grand Avenue and were accused of being customers from an earlier night who weren't able to pay for their meal. Doesn't that sound nice and and, and friendly? How they how the Star Tribune writes that 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 they weren't able to pay for their meal? They right. fucking dined and dashed.
1: Right, but even so, this is a part I'm not getting. How did you dine and dash before? Every I think Chipotle. I've been in, been to you you get there you order you get to the end and you pay
0: what i think happened is that they would make the order you go down the line they'd wrap up the burrito or whatever they'd put it on the counter and then as you know cuz normally you put put it on the counter and then they can grab it but they're paying it's not like they're going to go here's the money and then here's your burrito they don't do it that way i think they just right. set it down next to the register and you can grab it and i think that's what they were doing they just order it it'd get made up it gets set down next to the register and then they just take it yeah so um but the Star Tribune pisses me off always the way it reports this kind of stuff because it's it's very cucked. Right. Star Tribune. So
1: But they they did make it in the article that I read, they made it sound like and I read from a national paper, they made it sound like these guys went in, got their food, sat down and ate it.
0: No. And then That's left. not what happened. No. Yeah. But that's I, the way they made it sound, but that's not how it happened. I
1: that's it was deliberately uh, deceptive. But this is
0: also deliberately deceptive, this uh, this sentence that said he and friends were told they couldn't be served um, and were accused of being customers from an earlier night who weren't able to pay for their meal. That is a deceptive way to put that. Right. So that pisses me off right there. That's why Star Tribune's full of shit. I used to read them all the time to get that kind of... Um, opposite liberal viewpoint, but I can't do it without getting pissed off because it's shit like that. The way they report stuff or, or what they choose to omit is what really pisses me off. So there's a quote. It sounded really racist. The way she said it was racist. Ali, uh, Ali said Friday, she asked for proof of income as if I'm getting a loan. All right. In a statement, Chipotle said it conducted a thorough investigation and talked with police officers who were called the restaurant as well as employees Uh, Here's the quote from them. Regarding what happened at the St. Paul restaurant, the manager thought these gentlemen, I hate that term when they're not, were the same customers from Tuesday night who weren't able to pay for their meal. Regardless, this is not how we treat our customers. And as a result, the manager has been terminated and the restaurant staff has been retrained to ensure something like this doesn't happen again. And there is a video. I'm not going to play it, but I mean, I could. It's It's a little bit long. But they basically show up, and you can tell these assholes have p- p- pulled this stunt before. And she she knows it because she's got kind of the look on her face like, oh, you guys. And she's she's got a – her demeanor is not like bitchy. It's like, okay, whatever, with kind of a smile on her face. It's like, yeah, yeah, you guys have to pay this time because we're not going to go through this again. And they're like, oh, you're racist, this and that. Oh, we're just up- upstanding gentlemen, and we just did this and that. And why are you and then well, why does that white guy get to pay, you know, that kind of shit? And it's just it's just really fucking annoying to watch. Well,
1: she didn't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say that she was wrong and all this. She didn't help herself out if she said, "I need proof of income." What she should have done is trained her staff. That said, when these guys come in again, go ahead and make their food, and then yeah, put but it, these guys were, were back in these the guys were until-
0: were baiting her. Oh, I, Which makes it harder to do that kind of thing you talk about Like you no, get baited into interacting I, I get
1: it and I'm not trying to call her out on this She could have made this situation Better for herself by preparing
0: a little better Yeah But here I'm going to play a little bit of this if you don't mind Go ahead Hold on. So what we got to do What we got to do We okay, never have money, when you money We got no money Brother, can, we get oh, yeah. can we just get our phone
1: Can we just get our phone
0: Apparently we ain't got no money. (laughs) We ain't got no money. My nigga. Bro, you know me. I pay you every freaking day. Let's not even worry about that. Can we get our food? I didn't even see her before. I've
1: never seen this. That's some crazy stuff. Somebody uh, beat your face. I'm getting my food, bro. What? I'm doing this She's doing right. this right. Making crazy accusations Bro what is this She's doing this Making accusations no, no, no. you talking about it. It. Is Yeah Y'all basically Stereotyping us Yeah saying, Yeah i we don't Say hey, it For what reason For what reason I come here every day We go in here today I like to be the air I like to
0: be the
1: This shit world This shit Can I get a burrito bowl I don't like the
0: stereotypes. I don't like I'm gonna stop it there It's more of the same goes on for A couple more minutes And then a White person comes in And or finishes up their order and pays, and then they start harassing that white person, saying, "Sir, so why you why you why you get your food?" And the guy's like ignoring them, and you know they're being assholes. You know, you said finish, mm-hmm.
1: and you didn't. I'm just gonna let people know you didn't mean like with one n. You meant with two, which was a dog whistle for all you racists out there.
0: Right, because they they were about
1: the finish race, the the Aryan race. <laughs> wow, so... that's a deep cut. No, but that's just where people are going to
0: go. I was just talking about how they would they were fitting to finish. Um, so, Racist. so this is the kind of shit that's going on. The other workers there are, are along with the manager going, and I think she's Hispanic. I mean, from from what I understand. So he tweets out after he. So he him or his friends record this on their phone, right, sticking their phones in their faces while they're doing this. The, the The workers at the restaurant are keeping their cool. They're not. You know, screaming or yelling. They're just kind of like going, yeah, you know, this is how it is. We're not going to do this. And, and this guy is sitting there pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. And finally, you know, so that she does make the mistakes basically of saying, you know, show us, prove it. Instead of saying, no, you know, you did it last time. We're not serving you. Go, go away. That's what she should have said basically.
1: What she what she should have done instead of asking for proof of income or proof, she should have just said, look, yeah, fine. We'll make it. And they hold it back at the counter and say, we need you to pay.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: That's what they should have done.
0: But on the other hand, fuck these guys. So I, I'm, I'm totally on her side. It doesn't matter how she did it to me. I agree I with
1: you. I'm just saying she would have saved herself some trouble and she would have caught those guys red-handed. Because um, their video would have I think this is happened.
0: actually better how it turned out, though, because it became national because of this. I think well, that's actually good.
1: I agree cause-wise yeah. as far as equality and all that stuff and what is actually true to the law and truth and all of that. But she's taken... A ton of shit in the meantime. Yeah. And it's just inconvenient for So
0: her. he tweets out right after this. Po- posts the video and he tweets out to, um, at Chipotle tweets, which is how you're supposed to contact Chipotle. Uh, he goes, can a group of young, well-established African Americans get a bite to eat after a long workout session? Chipotle tweets. And then, um, so this is from Infowars. Chipotle caves, fired St. Paul manager, says she's been offered her job back, but the status is unclear. So, Chipotle responded.
1: With, regarding what happened at the St. Paul restaurant, the manager thought these gentlemen were the same customers from Tuesday night who weren't able to pay for their meal. Regardless, this is not how we treat our customers, and as a result, the manager has been terminated and the restaurant is being restrained, sorry, retrained uh, to ensure something like this doesn't happen again. Um, The article I'm reading says, over the weekend, however, many people came to the fired manager's defense... Um and somebody found this guy's tweets, one of which has been uh deleted since, said dine and Dash is forever interesting. And he had one earlier where he's a couple of these guys were talking about oh, they might have found us out, so we might have to pick another location. Yeah,
0: here's another one. Guys were borrowing food. That's it. And if the lady tries to stop you at the door, don't hesitate to truck the shit out of that bitch. Aye, man, I think Chipotle catching up to us, fam. Should we change locations? And yo, what should we do about that other thang? Yeah. If you a real-ass nigga, we finna go to Applebee's and eat as much as we can and tip the nice lady 20 cents and walk the fuck out. Is that what they sound like? No, I actually make them sound more masculine than they do.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh,
0: uh, I, I'm a pussy, let me leave first. Y'all talking about dining and Dash? What y'all on? Uh, Not dining dash. This is him. Not dining dash. We're just borrowing the food for a couple hours. That's all.
1: What do they mean by borrowing it? Are they kind of bring it back a few hours later in the form of poo? Or?
0: One of his friends, I'm down for anything. I'm eating for free. And then he, uh, Masood Ali, responds, It's on the house, bro. We're eating good. WHL, just let me handle the talk and y'all just eat. So. Yep. Oh, <laughs> this fucking guy. Here's another one from February 14th, 2018 from him. Somali niggas are the type of niggas to commit a crime and broadcast the whole thing on Snapchat and later on ask themselves how they got caught. <laughs> you fucking idiot.
1: <laughs> Let's be clear. You're reading his quotes.
0: Yeah. His tweet suggested he pulled the same scan with Qdoba. Is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, Qdoba. Uh, so here's another one. Qdoba. At Qdoba. Never knew you guys hired racist people, shake my head. I'm never eat and you'll rest and you'll restaurant again. So Kudoba responded at Musad Ali, "Oh man, we hate hearing that. Please DM us so we can help address this." So this is the kind of shit we're dealing with here now. But
1: the, you know, this is a problem. I'm I don't think either one of us is going to deny for a second that racism exists,
0: right? It does. Yeah. But
1: the idea that this is what people are saying is racist is it just clutters the whole field with stuff that's actually racist. Because after a while, if you just make up all this stuff and this is made up bullshit, they went in there with a plan to make her look like a racist.
0: What's an really annoying about this is that you have to bring race into it because it's a group of Somalis that are using... um fear of being called a racist to their advantage right. and that you have to bring it into it it's the same as the kind of shit that happened to Screamtown, which was in in, uh, in halloween october yeah where a group of uh quote-unquote somali youths showed up and started shit and then started
1: punching people yeah
0: and then and then uh when the uh, owner of the place said okay we're not going to put up with we have a zero tolerance policy towards somalis that cause trouble basically and it was all oh was, now he's a racist now the 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 it's shifted now now he, now he's the problem not the Somalis that are running around in little gangs acting like assholes like I said before to, to the uh, to the Somali community in, in Minnesota clean your fucking house and you won't get this shit
1: well and it's like we talked about on the on the previous podcast with the Proud Boys at some point if your group gets big enough. And some people act like assholes. All, all, all of them get lumped in with that. And unfortunately, I think because there's a lot of these, you know, younger Somali guys who are going out and doing this stuff, people are looking poorly upon the whole Somali community, you know. And again, I want to be clear that we're not saying they're all trash. We're saying that these specific ones are. And they're the ones bringing race into this, you know, because they know, just like you said, they go in there and do this, they get to cry racism and everybody snaps to attention. Right. Instead of just saying, it's not that they're Somali. It's not that they're Mexican. It's not that they're white. It's not that their race doesn't enter into it. Their behavior is borderline criminal. It actually is criminal. I think it's a misdemeanor. But still, they're going in there with the intention of doing something illegal and they're using their race to protect them from the consequences or to deflect onto somebody else. Well,
0: and the problem I'm having in Minnesota here is that we have the largest population of Somalis in the nation, and we have a lot of incidences. I think
1: think we're behind Los Angeles and New York.
0: I don't believe so, but we looked that up. Somebody could inform us, I guess. Uh, Regardless, we have a large population of Somalis, and we have a lot of uh, conflict between Somalis and not just white people, and we're talking Somalis and, and the people that are from
1: Ethiopia, yeah,
0: people that are people that have been here, um, you know, generationally uh, different races or even immigrants from other uh, countries. Yeah. So it's not, it's, it's an, it's an issue that while well, we're saying it's not all of them. Yeah. There's a significant portion of Somalis that for one, there's the, we've talked about this before that we're, getting recruited into um, terrorist organizations and actually going flying over leaving the country to go train
1: and that's not i mean that's not not speculation speculation that is an fbi case tried found guilty
0: yeah and and there's these somali daycares that are laundering money that are sending money over to terrorist groups that's that's not speculation right so this is an issue within the somali community that needs to be addressed without pointing finger at at everybody else and calling them racists like I said, clean your own fucking house before you start bitching about everybody else.
1: Well, and people will say, well, nobody gets after white people for all the bad stuff white people. Do. I'm like, are you kidding me? Fuck you. What about this? Yeah. This exactly is one manager does something. I don't even think she's white. I think no, she's, but uh, regardless, so, yeah. she did. She did the right thing. Um, but they will say, see, this is more racism right there.
0: So I guess Chipotle, she put a tweet up saying that Chipotle offered her job back, but then it's. Chipotle came out and said, no, we didn't. We're still investigating this. Um,
1: but upon further review, we may have been a bit hasty.
0: Yeah. So Chipotle, there's a guy, uh, she deleted her tweet, but Ch- Chipotle came out and said, our actions were based on the facts known to us immediately after the incident. We now have additional information, which needs to be investigated further. We want to do the right thing. So after further investigation, we'll retrain and rehire if facts warrant it." Well, this guy named Matt uh, Palumbo wrote, this is an absolute lie. And he's he's directing this to Chipotle. I emailed your media relations department and she claims you were aware of the tweets where the dude admitted to dining and dashing at the time of the firing. And then he puts four messages up from um, this communications director saying, Matt, we did see these previous posts from Mossad Ali while we were investigating the claim yesterday. Please know that we did not make our decision easily, and it was with oh regret that we God. had to terminate our manager. However, the correct action to take would have been to make their food and not hand it over to them until they paid for it. It is not our general practice to ask customers to pay in advance. And there's more to it, but like you said. But still, it, this is them shooting it's themselves It's a distinction in
1: the without foot. a difference. Yeah,
0: they're shooting themselves in the foot. And she should absolutely not take this job back, I don't think. They, oh. they, they they totally treated she her like shit. Him. Yeah, they treated her like yeah. shit. They didn't have her back. She did the right, She thought she was do, doing the right thing. She was protecting the money of the, of the company. And she didn't do it with malice. She did it with a good attitude.
1: Well, and let me be clear. I'm not one of these people who's like, every time someone's inconvenienced, they should sue for something. No. She's been harmed by this. I mean, she's, she's not trying to be a national figure. She's not trying to be anybody famous. She's just trying to do her job. And they've put her in a spot um i mean god what she's probably going through over this thing well,
0: i mean honestly I, I don't understand why they couldn't have just said we we are investigating the, the incident we are taking um her out of the management position or putting her on leave or, or whatever for, for until we finish our investigation saying we've terminated her that makes you guys sound like fucking assholes Especially after immediately didn't take any investigation whatsoever to pull up this guy's fucking tweets from the last two years talking about doing this consistently.
1: Well, and a little bit of this is, I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's using the same tool that these guys used to get this done. I mean, the, the corporation is so terrified about being called racist or having having some sort of issue like that that they're just, they're immediately going to act and think it, it won't be a big deal instead of trusting their employee like they should. I mean, I've had people call me about my managers and say, I'd fire that person. Now they, they usually aren't race related things, but I've had one or two of those. And I say, well, you know, before we do anything like that, I'm going to get all parts of the story. I had one woman who, uh, she, she worked for me and said my manager was racist because he let her go. Um, and uh her last name was a hispanic last name she married a hispanic guy she's not hispanic Ha. Huh. so um and she said well um uh, i'm gonna put you in front of the uh this particular town had a um not a labor board not a human rights kind of thing but that it was a business a business law judge i think it was called and that those guys contacted me and said, uh, "Yeah, we she wants to uh, she wants to come after you, so we think it's probably better if you just pay her thirty thousand bucks."
0: Fuck that noise!
1: And I said, "No." And they said, "Well, then you can wind up you might wind up going in front of uh, you know this business law judge." And I'm like, "Yeah, fine, go ahead, let's do it." Because we had all the stuff. It, she had been let go before and rehired because she had problems with other employees. She'd get into fights. She all, caused all sorts of drama. We had documented all that stuff. And I said, "No, bring it. Let's do it. Let's do this."
0: So her claim was that it was racist because he knew her last name was Hispanic. And so no, he because
1: treat- because she was Hispanic. Well, yeah, because because he
0: knew her last name was Hispanic, so we assumed, or he assumed she was Hispanic, so that's yeah. why he was why it was racially based.
1: I had, um, I mean, my business is a twenty four seven business, customer service business. So there's people there all the time. I had someone uh, uh, claim that we fired them because they wouldn't work Sundays. And the, and therefore it was we we're discriminating against them as a Christian. Hmm. Yeah, it's like no. this is at
0: your robot brothel.
1: Yeah, my robot brothel. Normally we close on Sundays, but yeah, we just you know <laughs> you make good money after church. Let's this side. reminds me
0: of uh, an episode of uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia that just recently came out this season. That show's still around? It's it's hit and miss, but it's it's got some funny episodes. There's an episode where uh, there's the, uh, the the two, the brother and sister is Dee and Dennis, and then there's Mac, which is their friend, and then Charlie, which is like the goofy, dumb friend. Uh, but Mac is basically, he's in uh, closeted gay guy, and he's very into like muscly dudes and being muscly and all that, but he never admits he's gay. Or if he does, he comes out of the closet for a little bit and goes back in the closet and says, I never was gay, that kind of thing. It's, <laughs> it's kind of a running thing. But at the, this last episode or, that I watched, they, uh, they, they went to an arbitration court because they had a... a a lottery ticket and they were trying to decide who it belonged to, uh, through a goofy bit of, uh, circumstance, the uh, uh D had bought the ticket, but it was with the Dennis's money that she bought it with. And then, uh, she lost the ticket and, 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 uh, Mac found it on the ground and Charlie, um, okay. So Mac found it on the ground out outside and s- some guys were, um, putting a, a, pulling a cord to put a, uh, a, a piano up, you know, that, piano up into a second story and the card was on the ground right under it and so mac goes oh and he goes to pick it up and frank who is danny devito his character is across the street they just all happen to be in the same area at the same time and frank sees that this piano this cord is fraying and the piano is going to drop so mac's bending down to pick it up and the thing starts to snap and frank yells out he goes look out faggot (laughs) (laughs) And then everybody looks up, Mac included, and uh, Charlie looks up and sees what's happening. So Charlie goes running and kicks uh, Mac in the chest and knocks him out of the way of the, of the piano. And then, they, at, then at that point, they decide that, did you just commit a hate crime? He goes, no, I saved your life. He goes, yeah, but, but you used a derogatory word. He goes, that, Frank goes, that doesn't matter. I saved your life. And it was the most uh, appropriate thing to say to get your attention. And so they did go to arbitration over it and it, it, it gets more convoluted than ever, but it was a pretty funny episode. Wow. Oh, I got to bring up this part that was pretty funny. Charlie's walking along with Mac before this happens and Charlie points out some dog shit inside he goes, oh, there's dog shit in the sidewalk, goes and steps in it. And uh, Mac goes, did, did you just intentionally step in dog shit? And he goes, no. And he goes, yeah, but you just pointed it out to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so when he kicked Mac, Mac in the chest, there's this big stain of dog shit on his chest. Where he kicked him, ridiculous. The show is funny, so most of the time, yeah. So. Um, and it, it 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 gets even more ridiculous. They start talking during arbitration about what can be said and when. And he goes, "Well, are you gay?" And it makes a difference. And he goes, "Well, oh, I'm not gay." And he goes, "Yes, you. Are. Everybody knows you're gay." And He's like, "I'm not." And he goes, "Well, it makes a difference if you're gay or not." And he goes, uh, "Okay, well, well um." So if you would, have, uh, Frank, you, you said, "Why did you say?" It? He goes, "Because it, because it got his attention. It got everybody's attention." And He goes, well, "Their arbitrator was a black woman." He goes, "Well, what would you say to this woman if if you were trying to get her attention in a situation like that?" And Frank was like, "Oh, Charlie said it." He goes as a question. He said the n word, and everybody's like, "You can't say that." It's the most ridiculous thing. So they go into a whole litany of words that they're not supposed to say. It's pretty, it's pretty good. All right, that was a, an aside.
1: Well, we're kind of done with yeah. this, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I just I think it's ridiculous. that th- These guys are weaponizing race. Yeah. And they're being taught to do it because right. that's what people are taught to do now.
0: Right. And when you have a community uh, come in um, and you, you identify as a community, like the Somali community, um, and you have shit like this happen, to not stand up and, and say something and to come out and say, hey – this is a problem we need to deal with. You know, we have got gangs of youths that are acting like assholes, and 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 we'll deal with it in house. You know, yeah, it should be dealt with, but we, we want to start doing something about this. But they're fucking silent. And when, but they, you'll hear whenever they say there's these alleged acts of racism against Somalis, then you're here left and right, and you know, trumpeting the bullshit. And then well, you get people like me you go fuck you. Then
1: you know it's it's difficult. I don't view. All the Somalis is monolithic and thinking the same thing. But it's hard for the average person to not think that they are a Somali community. If you're a Somali
0: activist uh, claiming to speak on behalf of Somalis, which I know they're not speaking on behalf of every Somali, but if you are an activist, you should speak up against this kind of stuff. But
1: I'm saying if you're that activist and you're saying, you know, I am a Somali community organizer, it's hard to then turn around and make the argument that we're not a community. Right. Right. I'm not saying... That that person who is speaking there may be Somalis
0: up, that say, "Hey, that person's not speaking for me."
1: Yeah, and they need to they need to speak right. up. So, so moving on, moving on.
0: Uh, we know about the Women's March. Yeah, that happened after Trump got elected. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful pussy hats and Madonna talking about blowing up the White House and uh, uh, what's her name Ashley, uh, Judd, Ashley Judd, Judd talking about nasty women. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, just an awesome, awesome organization. Um,
1: I, I did hear, as an aside, that the Me Too movement is this. Uh, I saw it on a local news station. Now There's some people thinking that Me Too movement ha- may be why a lot of companies aren't doing holiday parties now, Christmas parties and stuff. They're going, you know, we're just we're not gonna go there. It's yeah, gonna be alcohol and coworkers, not. and we're not doing it. So,
0: well, there's yeah. now a new a new hashtag movement called Him Too. Have you heard about this? No. It's for guys that get a falsely accused of rape and, and sexual abuse. So it's just full circle.
1: <laughs> well, I, and I may have brought this up before. I know I bring up Rogan's podcast a lot, but he has some really interesting guests on. He may, he brought up this question I thought was great. Man and a woman, college age, right? Get drunk, hook up. The next morning, she says, I think he raped me. People go, hmm. Uh, we better look into this. If the guy said, "I think she raped me," everyone would go, "Shut up!" Oh, that's
0: ridiculous. That's
1: ridiculous. That can't happen. Kind of is. Well, I mean, yeah, you kind of have to want to. Yeah. But you get drunk enough, you'll probably kind of want to. Yeah. But my my point is, there's a double standard because the guy is not believable. They they inherently assume that men are just rapists. That's just how they do it.
0: I had a girl I was dating that was uh, so self conscious. And so nervous about just her her body and her looks and, you know, even her personality. So nervous that the only time she would have sex and enjoy sex is if she was drunk. So I, I would be like, hey, let's, let's get frisky. And she'd be like, I can't, I can't. I'd be like, really? She's like, no, give me some beers. I'm like,
1: uh. It might have been you saying frisky that did it.
0: I probably didn't say it like that. I wasn't an old man at that point. But you know what I'm talking about? It's like you, you wake up in the morning. You're sleeping together. You wake up in the morning and you roll over and you go, hey, let's uh, get it on. <laughs> and uh, she'll go, uh, yeah, uh, let me get up first. She'd go to the kitchen and slam a slam a fucking vodka or something. <laughs> Start
1: pounding <laughs> drinks. Yeah. Oh my God. And then she'd
0: come back and she'd be like,
1: whoo. Was that like female Viagra then? She had to.
0: <laughs> it just to- loosened her up and made her, made her not self-conscious. So here's the thing. It's, well, the alcohol clouds your judgment is what they say but it does uh, it, first thing it does is um well first thing it does is kind of lower your inhibitions yeah and then it clouds your judgment well she wanted her inhibitions lowered and her uh, judgment clouded so what am what what does that make me in today's today's climate what would that make that situation would I be considered a uh, an a sexual assaulter because oh, I probably. knew I was I think you having be- sex with a girl who was drunk
1: I think it is before you even have it I think just as a
0: But seriously yeah. I mean, no, that situation's I, kind of strange I am strange. serious
1: I think I think the idea is that men are rapists ahead of time and it's just just given the opportunity they just will yeah you know so so
0: anywho we're gonna talk about Linda Sarsour is was one of the leaders of the women's march I just
1: want to say with this woman who was self-conscious maybe if you had stopped in stopped uh, saying in the middle of sex with her that putting on a little weight aren't you maybe she wouldn't have been so.
0: you'll never be good enough yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's something you'd do.
0: Um, So, Linda Sarsour. uh, Linda Sarsour is a uh, Muslim woman, American Muslim woman, who is a real piece of shit.
1: Hates America. Yeah,
0: hates America, wants Sharia law established. Has said so. That's not speculation. No, has said so. She said it. And is a follower of uh, Louis Farrakhan, who's the racist, bigot, anti-Semite... Nation as of Islam leader—that's not
1: speculation. No.
0: Um she's been in events with him. She's praised him. She's done it all. Now she's trying to try to walk back recently some of the stuff uh, her association with him, but it's pretty much impossible. Um, but she's one of the main founders of it, and she's this bitch. She oh, she's so fucking smug. You can't I can't stand her. She's one of these, and she's one of those that showed up at uh, was it the Women's March where she had a bunch of these american flag uh, shawls or whatever the fucking burqa headpiece thing and she was hijabs hijabs or whatever the fuck it was she was going around like wrapping uh like people that are not his, muslims heads in these you know these cuck people going oh isn't this beautiful it's beautiful the the, the hijab it's not it's not a, a, a symbol of repression against women look at this one's an american flag it's we're proud of it we're proud of our country look at here come here cuck Put it on your head. And women and men. I, I even hate to call them men. We're they doing it. They weren't men. We're, we're allowing this put on. And with these goofy grins like, look at me. I got a job on. They weren't men. Yeah. So, any anyhow, she she uh finally, one of the other co-founders of the uh, Teresa Shook is her name, has finally decided after, I think it was Alyssa Milano. And uh, Courtney Love was one of the first ones, so, shockingly enough. Courtney Love, who was... Um, Kurt Cobain's wife mm-hmm. um uh lead singer of whole which I actually like some of their music um she had, I think this is like a year or more ago had actually pointed out that Linda Sarsour is a piece of shit anti-Semite, bigot whatever um and refused to associate with her and Alyssa Mon- Milano's now kind of saying hey I won't go to any events where Linda Sarsour is part of this and there's another person too one of the other um
1: just a quick aside. I don't want to keep doing these. I'm Alyssa Milano. Alyssa Milano was one of these people who I think is reasonably intelligent, like not stupid, just dying to have a cause and refuses to do any fucking homework and yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. So if somebody points her in a direction, she just charges in that direction with this. It, it's it's. I
0: don't. It's a self righteous zeal.
1: It's a disgusting amount of
0: righteousness. Right. Yeah.
1: Slow down. Spend some time yeah. and learn about it. If you looked into this woman for five minutes, you'd realize she's a piece of human trash.
0: Yeah, you know. So they, but here's the, here's my problem with the whole situation is it comes down. Queen
1: Linda Sarsour, not Alyssa Milano. Right. Alyssa Milano was just too easily led.
0: All right, so Linda Sarsour is not only an anti-Semite. I mean, if you're if you're for, if you're pro Sharia law and you consider yourself a good Muslim. You're probably not a friend of the Jew, right? That kind probably of goes not. without saying, um, but she's been specifically anti-Semitic and anti-LGBTQ+. Plus,
1: well, so isn't the Muslim religion in general anti-LGBTQ.?
0: Only the ones that throw gays off of roofs.
1: Yeah, only those,
0: and the ones that agree that that's the right thing to do, or which in the is countries, all, or in the countries
1: they just say it's illegal and you can't um, do
0: it. My problem with this is, is now it's a big issue because now they're saying, well, she's anti-Semite, anti-Semite. Yeah, great. Fine. But way before all this, she's she was um, anti-white. But that seemed to be okay for her. Um, well, because that's the
1: three-foot putt of racism. Yeah. So,
0: I mean, I, I yeah, anti-Semite, that's bullshit. She, sh- that's, she should be, you know, um, they should not associate with her for that, but... Before all the anti-Semitism uh, gained ground in the, in the media and everybody were, was, was pointing it out, nobody was pointing out, or only right-wing sources were pointing out, uh, yeah, she's a bigot against white people. Here's one of the things she said. So she launched a racial attack against Susan Collins. Um,
1: Susan Collins Jewish?
0: No. Uh, here's a, uh, an article by Valerie Richardson in The Washington Times. This was from October. So, Women's March leader Linda Sarsour on Friday, so October 5th, on Friday, launched a racial attack against Senator Susan Collins, saying the Maine Republican, oh,
1: yeah, yeah. yep.
0: main okay. Republican was guilty of espousing, quote-unquote, white supremacy, with her decision to support the Supreme Court nomination of Judge Brett Kavanaugh. Sir, uh, Ms. Sarsour, a prominent Palestinian-American activist, blasted Ms. Collins on Twitter as, quote, a white woman, and, quote, Mother and grandmother of white women in America who gave us Donald Trump presidency. So she's basically blaming she's white women are the problem, according to her.
1: So wait a second. Um, Did did Susan Collins and her white granddaughters elect Donald Trump or did we have an election and he got picked as president?
0: Well, according to Linda Sarsour, uh, this was from October 5th, a white woman senator is talking about presumption of innocence that is never offered to black men in America. You are watching white supremacy live on the Senate floor.
1: Yeah, that's speculation.
0: Senator Susan Collins is the mother and grandmother of white women in America who gave us Donald Trump presidency, the 53%. She is a disgrace, and her legacy will be that she was a traitor to women and marginalized communities. History will not treat her kindly. Cancel Kavana- hashtag cancel Kavanaugh. So this is the kind of hateful fucking bullshit she's been pu- putting out. You know what? I guess
1: I keep doing asides here, but here's another question on the Kavanaugh thing. If he was so bad that he can't be on the Supreme Court, where'd all this shit go? Where'd it go?
0: Yeah. We where know are where are it the went. the
1: accusers now? And where are
0: they? It was partisan hackery is all it was.
1: Well, did you hear about the guy who came out and said, I never heard a name attached to this. I just heard it reported a couple times. So I don't know if it's true. It's like retweets um, that there was a guy who came out and said, I think I'm the one she's talking about. The
0: problem with that is there's a, usually a lot of crazies that come out well, of the yeah, that there, take that take credit for shit like
1: there that. absolutely could be. But no. did anybody look into it?
0: I don't know. I, I'm assuming that because, I could be wrong. Because I'm assuming. what's
1: her name who got interviewed about what's the, uh, Avenatti's client? Not Stormy Daniels, but the other one who came yeah. along. And she's like, yeah, he was, you know, they ran a train on me and... So.
0: Well, here's the, here's the article for, uh, from November 23rd. So this is the most recent article, and this is Newsmax. Uh, Women's March founder Teresa Shook learns Linda Sarsour is anti-Semitic. So on Monday afternoon, the Women's March founder publicly called upon four founding members to step down for working against the group's desire for, quote, a world that is fair, just, and inclusive of women and all people, unquote. Among those four was Linda Sarsour, and Teresa Shook requested her resignation for, in part, allowing quote, anti-Semitism and hateful racist rhetoric to become part of the platform, according to Shook's Facebook post. Sarsour has been a central figure in the Women's March movement since its first Washington D.C. rally on January 21, 2017. One day after President Donald Trump's inauguration, Shook concluded her post vowing, quote, to support grassroots, decentralized leadership, promoting a safe worldwide community devoid of hate speech, bigotry, and racism, unquote. Although Sarsour, a Muslim Palestinian American, has had a reputation as a rabble-rousing anti-Semite for years, and I personally crow him and add uh, uh, anti-white racist, for years, with much evidence of it available for anyone to view on her own social media, it appeared to be a complete surprise to Shook. In 2011, Sarsour reportedly tweeted and then later deleted a desire to mutilate the genitals of anti-Sharia and women's rights activist Bridget Gabriel and Ion Hirsi Ali. On that same day, apparently still upset at Gabriel, she tweeted, um, Girl, do I want to take down Bridget G- Gabriel? She said she walks into stores in Arlington... Let her try walking streets of Bay Ridge. Ali remarked on the acrimony on Fox News shortly after the first women's march. Um, so, uh, uh, Hersey Ali is her name, and yeah. she uh, she is was a a um, victim of female genital mutilation. Sorry, just bang the table. And she speaks out about Islam and and, and Sharia and, and how anti woman it is. Yeah, she's she is a true feminist, right? And and uh, Linda Sarsour can't have that because yes. you know. So uh, so Ali remarked on the acrimony on the Fox News shortly after the first women's march. This is from Ali uh, quote: Miss Sarsour is hostile to me not because she knows me but because she's a fake feminist. She is a defender of Sharia law. There is no principle that demeans, degrades, and dehumanizes women more than the principles of Sharia law. That's a quote from Ali who was raised as a muslim and you know abused by him yeah i'm
1: familiar with
0: her uh in 2012 sarsour claimed that the so-called underwear bomber was actually a u.s operative apparently planted to stir anti-islamic sentiment um and just all kinds of shit like that that's what she does although one of the founding principles of the winds march was to inst- still harm this is not a quote this is just there. this is the article was to instill harmony amongst the races. sarsour expressed exasperation for quote unquote white women in a 2014 tweet here's the quote how many times do we have to tell white women that we do not need to be saved by them is there code language i need to, need to use to get through yeah so i mean that's the kind of bullshit she posts posted all the time
1: i mean, she's just she's a bad human being and people can't see that and i i get what you're saying about when she was racist against white people nobody cared fine you know what? in a way i almost think that's good because it allowed her to keep talking trash and then she went too far and again this is the reason and i wish the left would understand this that freedom is an absolute nece- freedom of speech is an absolute necessity because it lets people throw their crazy shit out there to the point where everyone can see them and we're so, not just
0: talking about like the uh, um government freedom freedom of speech that uh in the constitution that the government can't impede. We're talking about the principle of freedom of speech, like companies and, and institutions too.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and that's why it's, it's so enraging to me that all these, these mega corporations that are, um, social media that basically are colluding to silence conservatives, silence voices that, that, uh, that are against people like her, you know, if if somebody spoke against Linda Sarsour immediately after the Women's March, their message was suppressed. Absolutely suppressed.
1: You know, it's funny. My uh, my oldest is starting to hear in sixth grade this stuff about, well, that's racist. Oh, yeah. And it was funny because he got accused on a bus the other day and being racist by two white girls. Jesus. And uh, he's like, yeah, they call me racist. I said, what you do when that happens is say, prove it. Prove it. And if they come up with some sort of trash, just go, Nah, it doesn't work. Beat me with your ideas. Come on. Give me your ideas. You know, and they don't want to do that. And so he's starting to do that. Good. I know he's, I know he's going to get in trouble in high school. And I've told my wife, I'm like, just, just buckle up. I said, cause I'm not gonna, I'm not going to tell the kid to back down. Now in his, in his, uh, school, Across from one of his rooms, there's a woman who's, there's a teacher who put up a sign that said, our classroom does not have walls. You know, we, you know, we, it's the whole anti-Trump rant. Open borders, globalist bullshit. He looked at it and he's like, oh, she should take that sign down. And I told him, I said, don't pick that fight. That fight's lost. I said, but if somebody stands up, a teacher stands up in class and starts telling you white people are inherently racist, blah, 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 blah. I said, maybe not at this age, but when you get to high school, you've done some research and everything. I said, don't feel afraid to go, eh, disagree. You know? And my wife was going, Oh God, we're I'm like, no, we're not we're not backing down on this stuff. Right. I said, we're not calling anybody names. We're just saying, No, no, no. I you don't get to just say it. You get you gotta prove it to me. Show
0: me. Yeah, don't don't let them feed you this indoctrination bullshit and and sit there and take it and or or even if you're not getting indoctrinated, sitting there and gritting your teeth, going God, this is baloney, this is baloney, and not saying anything, you you can stand up for yourself, you can speak out, yeah. In situations yeah. like that, don't
1: fight the sign, fight the person.
0: Yeah, you
1: know they can put the signs up that say whatever they want.
0: So I want to go on a little bit about Sarah just to kind of drive the point home. What a piece of shit she is. Uh, last year she posted on Facebook, well it a two fifteen clip, but she posted last from two fifteen, but she posted last year a short speech she delivered at a Farrakhan rally marking the 20th anniversary of the 1995 million man March, which he organized. Um, she penned with the video two years ago today, I stand by every word. So she wrote that about, so she's, she spoke at his rally and she stands by every word. She's another uh, spoke out and re- support supportive of another woman, uh, Raz- Razmeh Ode, who was convicted of taking part in a bombing that killed two students while she was a member of the popular front and for the liberation of Palestine, a t- terrorist organization. So, she asked participants at the 54th annual Islamic Society of North America Convention in Chicago to resist the president, avoid assimilation into American society, and obey only Allah. Quote, our number one priority is to protect our community, she said. It is not to assimilate and to please any other people in authority. Our top priority is to please Allah and only Allah. Oh, here's what Courtney Love said about her. Even Rocker Courtney Love Cobain was aware of Sarsour's reputation and wanted to have nothing to do with her addressing Sarsour directly. She tweeted, You are a vile disgrace to women of all mankind. Or and all mankind. Sorry.
1: How sexist of her. Um,
0: But until Monday, this was apparently all news to Teresha Shook. Her surprise is reminiscent of the closing scene in the classic Classic Humphrey Bogart film Casablanca as Police Captain Renault, played by Claude Rains, accepts his winnings from a... Uh, I can't... I'm going to pronou- mispronounce this. Uh, Croupier? Croupier? C-R-O-U-P-I-E-R. It's French. Yeah, I
1: don't know.
0: He tells Bogart, I'm shocked, shocked to find that gambling is going on in here. <laughs> and sh- and Shook is shocked to find hate and anti-Semitism in her organization. Got it. That's this person that wrote this article, finishing their article. Uh, Michael, Michael Dordswitz. So... Yeah, and and I was saying all from from day one, it wasn't hard to find. When you found out that the 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 day they broadcast all this bullshit from the women's march that was going on, and you you saw what a hateful kind of just shrill fucking movement this was, and how women were involved in it that that they just didn't really know what it was about, and then there was women that were uh, occluded from it that were like the pro life women's they mm-hmm. they were so you can't part of this, you yeah, know? I know, so. Um, i knew it didn't take hardly any research i looked into sorcerer almost right away and found out what a piece of shit she was and to have her as the face of this and act like uh this is a great thing and and how powerful it actually was for a while there it's sickening
1: yeah uh i well it's like who's the um congresswoman the newly elected congresswoman from minnesota now she's muslim uh she's she wants to change the rules in Congress now so that you can wear religious headdress.
0: Well, I don't know if it's specifically her. Uh, it might be yeah, some... I found it was some cucked, some cucked Dems that were doing no, that she, for her. No,
1: she wants... And, you know, Pelosi and her friends are fully on board with this. But, I mean, forget that, you know, for there was a... I can't remember his name. There was a Sikh congressman who didn't wear his head wrap, you know, mm-hmm. because it wasn't allowed. right. There have been numerous Jewish men who served who didn't wear yarmulkes, and this woman is going. Well, no one's making me do this. She goes, "I want to wear it. I don't fucking care." Rules are you don't do it. We have a separation of church and state that doesn't work for you when you want it to work for you. We don't wear religious headgear, and now they want to change it. It's been in place for over a hundred years.
0: Yeah, well, that's outdated. Oh yeah, no kidding. Just like the Second Amendment, that's outdated too. I mean, you know what? The First Amendment that's outdated. They didn't take into account the modern. Um, electronic communications and you know all the modern uh, technology—they they weren't smart enough to come up with, with uh, with the uh, you know rules for that. So you know it's all outdated.
1: Yeah, it, it just—it drives me nuts.
0: oh on, well. I'm gonna look at that woman's name.
1: Um, you want to do a table topic sure. too quick? I'll get them while you're looking it up.
0: Oh, Ilan Omar. Yeah. So.
1: Uh, has your personality changed since you were little or are you pretty much the same? That's a dumb question.
0: Yeah, everybody's personality has changed. I mean, there's probably some, some certain aspects of your personality that stick around, but mostly it's changed. Okay. Move uh, on.
1: Crow, why are you so angry? Our <laughs> uh, life experience is meant to be or are we in charge of our own destiny? Oh, I see. In other words, you're like so You sort of believe in fate or not? Predisposed right? or?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't think about it.
1: Yeah, I. I think we sort of draw certain stuff to
0: us. Well, there's certain things. We're like machines. We have programming. We have uh, basic instincts. We have uh, things that we. Our brains are kind of programmed to do or to respond in a certain way. So yeah, in a certain aspect, yeah, we we are kind of our programming. Yeah, but there is still an element of free will.
1: Well, oh, I, I, th- I absolutely think we have free will, but I think sometimes things happen to them because we sort of subconsciously kind of make them happen.
0: Yeah, I mean that's part of our uh, our just as a biological entities.
1: <laughs> so we're both on the free will train. Yep. All right, one more.
0: Dumb. Oh, they're getting they're getting worse. You're throwing no, getting
1: them out. Dumb. Have you created any art in the last five years? I'm not going to answer. That lots question. and lots. Are you more concerned about your health, your career, or your relationships? Huh?
0: That's interesting. Am I more concerned? Uh, I would say, yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs>
0: Rooster, your answer.
1: Um, I don't want to say I neglect my health, but I don't, I don't focus on that as much as I should. So I can't say I'm. Uh, what was it your health? Your what? Career. Career. What's the other one? Or your relationships. I think about my relationships like my wife and kids a lot but I don't I don't know if I I I work is kind of what I live you know I mean work is the thing I feel like I can work seems more like a one way street to me like I can steer that more so I don't know I guess I'm more well I, I want my relationships to be good but I'm I spend more time on my career
0: I guess if it comes to concern, I think I'm probably concerned at this point, since I am getting older about my health, because if you have your health, there's a lot you can do. If you, if your health goes, oh man, lots, lots of things go with that. Your relationships suffer. If your health is suffering, your, your career will suffer if your health is suffering. So health is probably pretty important.
1: I had a friend I graduated with from high school recently whose husband died. I mean, like cancer. And I'm like, damn, that's just too young. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: all right. So, uh, we're coming up on time here.
1: Can I just talk quick about this? Uh, this I gotta pee. Yeah, well,
0: I've been squirming. Can you see me squirming around over yeah, here? Deal with it.
1: <laughs> Can, you're like a little bird? Oh my god. But this, this, uh, Trump telling the telling NATO basically, yeah, go ahead and make your own army, start paying for your own damn self. Yeah, and I, Larry Correa had a thing in there about that. He's like, yeah, good, start paying for your own shit. We got, we got to do what's well, right for us and somebody goes yeah like we want a Euro- a uh, a unified European army that's never worked well for anyone I'm thinking if they do that it's going to be like the fucking UN They're all yeah. wear their little blue helmets mm-hmm. and they'll be worried about letting the Belgians run it and uh, they'll be like uh, well we can't do anything because it'll be it'll be um, everybody minus Poland in uh Europe 1932 kind of thing. Bunch of cucks. (laughs) So I say, yeah, let them pay for it themselves.
0: Well, next time we'll have to talk about this kind of that leads into that there was a story about 200 elite German special forces that were plotting assassinations on like the z day when when shit goes bad they had like a list of assassinations they were gonna yeah
1: i so wanted to talk about this and you said you want to research it yeah. some more, so i'm all for that yeah let's yeah, talk next about it time next i'll talk
0: about that it'd be interesting so
1: all right well we're up against time and crow is like shaking has yes to pee so bad Whoa. so uh if you need to reach us
0: it's a uh, rooster at breadcircusespodcast.com or crow at com.
1: and we're also on facebook and if you mention twitter i'm gonna punch you right now <laughs> i just have to be see you bye